are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Brewers, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani, and you can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. And also joining me is Vinny Rotino, and you can follow him on Twitter as well at Vinny Rotino. Also, make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Brewers and subscribe to the Locked On Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. And just a reminder, I will be going live on the Locker Room app tonight, Tuesday, April 6th at 9 p.m. Central watching the last of the Brewers Cubs game with you so make sure that you download the locker room app and join the conversation tonight at 9 p.m as we watch the end of the Brewers Cubs game together today we're going to recap the 5-3 loss to the the Cubs on Monday talk about some of our biggest takeaways our top performers in the game for the Brewers and then we'll do a quick preview of tomorrow's matchup against the Cubs before we get into that let me Tell you about our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So, Vinny, uh, Brewers fall to one and three. They've lost three straight since that exciting, dramatic opening day uh, walk-off win. So, a rough go of things here for the Cubs. Just going to run down a quick recap. Um, Cubs got... A uh, big, big four run fourth inning with three home runs after Brett Anderson really cruised through the first three innings. Everything was going exactly the way he wanted to getting weak contact, getting ground balls right at people. Um, but then left some balls up in the zone there in that fourth inning and they left the stadium. So um, big, big four run inning there for the Cubs. That was, you know, really their, their, their only offense in this game too. It's not like they were exactly uh, hitting the ball well either, but um Again, the Brewers had to break up another no-hitter late in a game, and this time it was, again, Omar Narvaez, who's probably been the best offensive player for the Brewers. He has been the best offensive player for the Brewers so far. Uh, he got a leadoff single in the top of the sixth to break up the no-hitter by Trevor Williams for the Cubs, who was, yeah. as me, me and Vinny were talking about before, just you know throwing up 81, 91-mile-per-hour – or 89, 91-mile-per-hour fastballs and just blowing it by the Brewers hitters for some reason. But I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more of that later. Um, but Navarez would come up again in the seventh with uh, even an even bigger moment as he got a three-run homer to make it a one-run game to put the Brewers right back in it. And Vinny, at this point, I, I really thought the Brewers were going to win this game after Narvaez hit that three-run homer. They, they threatened in the sixth, but couldn't come through there. Here I hit into that tough luck double play. But it felt like the cover was lifted with that Narvaez home run. And then you already knew you had Devin Williams coming in. So at that point, to me, it felt like momentum had shifted to the Brewers' favor. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I, – I agree. I thought the momentum shifted – after that homer um, and then thought they would uh, threaten a little bit more um, against uh, I think I, did Chafin get out of that inning for them? Um, I believe so. Yeah. But yeah, I thought they would, I thought they would, uh, you know, have get some more base runners, some more quality at bats. I think Avisel Garcia hit the ball hard there in the ninth. Uh, against Mills, and it kind of hung up there in center and just kind of didn't do anything. So, yeah, they definitely needed a rally at some point. Chafin punched out four Brewer hitters in relief, which was impressive, Uh, all four batters that he faced. So I do think – 
you know, look, the Brewers hitters have been not good. Let's just say that in terms of uh, uh, collectively offering some quality at bats um, and, and kind of battling and passing that baton to the next guy to, to kind of do the job and, and wear down the opposing pitching staff. They have not done a great job of that. Hopefully that's coming. <laughs> you know, that's kind of been the idea of why, you know, we've added the Brewers have added Colton Wong and uh, got Lorenzo Kane back who hasn't played two days in a row now, which is interesting, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that is going to be the key for the Brewers to, to kind of wear down the opposing pitching staff and get, get some base runners, put pressure on the other team, pressure on the other pitcher, pressure on the defense. And uh, that's how they're going to do it. They're going to, they're going to get more mistakes to hit in the end when they do that. And uh, last there's first, four games of the season they haven't been able to do that so hopefully that turns around yeah absolutely I, I have to go back and just double check real quick but I'm pretty sure the sixth and the seventh inning were the only innings that they had runners on base so okay. um so like you said I mean they're yep. they're not they're not putting enough pressure on on the pitching to right. to really do much of anything so yep. um but yeah and RC got a hit after the Navarro's home run RC had a, a really good hit he fell behind you know really quickly with two strikes, but had a really good two-strike approach and punched the ball the other way to keep the rally alive. But as you said, Chavin came in, struck out Robertson, and then struck out the side uh, in the eighth as well, and then went one, two, three in the ninth. And Devin Williams, his first outing of the year, obviously a little rust there, hadn't pitched in a while, walked the first batter he saw, and that runner eventually came around to score on what was an unbelievable hit, in my opinion, by Eric Sogard. I don't know if you saw mm -hmm. that, that yep. at bat, but and, and Rock was completely right on the broadcast. He said, the only way you hit that pitch is if you're sitting on it. Yep. But still, that pitch is moving so much. That changeup is diving so much. I have no idea how he yanked that into the right field corner for a triple. It was just a really impressive bat from, from a good hitter in Sogard. Yep. Yeah, exactly. He was definitely sitting on it, obviously. But like you said, even if you're getting it, it's kind of a, it kind of, I'm sure it tricks your eye with how slow it's coming with such good arm speed from Devin Williams that it's still, you can sit on that pitch and still miss it. And yet Sogard was able to do that and, and barrel that thing up. I mean, he took it off the ground, put a couple inches up off the ground and he still was able to, to, like you said, yank it into the corner. So great piece of hitting. You mm -hmm. just kind of have to tip your cap to Sogard with, for that one, to be honest. Yeah. And that's where the momentum kind of went back as well, right? Because mm -hmm. Narvaez had that three-run homer. Brewers are right back in it. You got Devin Williams coming in the game, and then the Cubs get one right back. And then, like mm -hmm. I said, they went one, two, three in the eighth, one, two, three in the ninth. Brewers kind of went out quietly the rest of the way in that one. So um, next we'll, we'll, get, we'll give some of our biggest takeaways from the game. And then we'll, uh, like I said, preview uh, tomorrow's game. Before we do that, let me tell you about our friends at Rock Auto. There are so many different makes and models of automobiles these days. It's impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need in your traditional chain store. So why worry with the hassle of answering a bunch of questions about your car at a chain store and hoping that they have the parts you need when you have the inventory of rockauto.com right there in your pocket. You can even pull them up on your cell phone, find any make and model of any kind of auto part that you need. There are so many different reasons to maintain your automobile these days, but the biggest one is obviously to save money. So why spend twice as much on the same auto part 
parts at a chain store, even a new car dealership. Just head on over to rockauto.com right there on your phone. Search for the parts you need, buy them, have them shipped to you, and just sit back and wait for them to arrive. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your vehicle and do us a favor, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliable low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We're covering everything you need to know about the Milwaukee Brewers, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So, Vinny, getting into some of the the bigger takeaways, uh, the big moments in this game, I really hate to keep bringing it up, but it's really just the the glaring issue with this Brewers team right now. Uh, the offense in particular, but uh, even more, you know, in particular than that is Keston here and just the struggles that he continues to have, and that Council continues to put him in this two spot. And we we keep talking about it, you know, like I said. I'm, t- I'm kind of tired of talking about it because we talk about it on every podcast, but I, I just don't understand why he keeps putting him in there. And now he's at a point now, if you take him out of there, you're, you're hurting the guy's confidence, you know, um, like your manager doesn't believe in you a little bit. So it's in a, you know, he's in a tough spot now, in my opinion, Craig Council is uh, to what, to, what to do with Keston. I, we talked about it on the last podcast. I thought it had been a good idea to get him a, a day off, give him a breather. He had that collision on Sunday. So you kind of had, you know, a built-in excuse there to maybe give him, give him a breather for that, let him rest up uh, and come back. But uh, again, just a rather, another rough night for him. I mean, the double play ball he hit into, that's that's tough. There was one out, had a runner at third, had a really good chance for an RBI there. But uh, he hit the ball pretty hard just right at the third baseman, so a little tough luck there. But, uh, I mean, the offense just in particular just is not very good. Twelve more strikeouts tonight. Um, let's see, three, six, seven eight of those from Hira Yelich and Luis Arias. Um, so, yeah, I mean, really, really tough go of things offensively for the Brewers once again. Yeah, I think, I think Keston's getting to a point where it's like, it, it, I've been, I've been there. <laughs> it's, it's a tough situation where now you're in that two hole. Council knows that you, you council, may think that you think, oh man, it's going to hurt his confidence or it's going to hurt my confidence if I get moved out. But you're almost like begging him to move you down the lineup mm-hmm. just because you know that you're struggling so bad. You're searching for it. You're pressing for it, for those hits. And um, you're just not a real confident hitter at this point. And it's almost like, dude, just move me down and he, and he won't move you down in the lineup <laughs> type of thing. Right. Um, but – I think, I think it'll, you know, I think it'll come. <laughs> like you said, he needs some tough, uh, he's having some, some tough luck. I mean, I think he, so on Sunday, yesterday, he hit that. So we're, this is airing on Tuesday. So on Sunday, he hit that hard shot down the line. That would have been awesome for his confidence, right? He just needs something to fall for him right. or to get a hit that just, it kind of allows you to breathe a little bit. Like, oh man. Okay, I do remember what a hit feels like. And so the more ABs that go on that he's hitting, you know, just foul or, you know, barreling something up right at a hitter or a a fielder, then 
he gets to do a situation, I'm sure that's um, it just continues to build. And then you, those, those shoulders start, you know, creeping up a little bit, you know, more and more, there's more tension at the plate and you start to start to overthink it a little bit instead of reacting. I mean, every hitter has been where Keston here has been at. It's four games into the season. It's very, very early. Um, at this point, he just needs to work himself out of that on his own. And he will, uh, you know, like we talked about this yesterday, 13 home runs last year in the shortened season. He's hit, he, he's got the talent. The mental side of the game is coming, um, I think, personally. So I think he'll be okay. Just going to take some time. There might be some ups and downs. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, it just hurts you more when he's in that two hole and you have a game, you know, with, with, with Wong where he did, he did get hit by the pitch. So he got on base at least once, but Yep. You know, he and he and Wongo combined over seven in this one. You know, don't set up any RBI chances for Yelich or Avisel Garcia. Um, you know, like we talked about before the season. I mean, having what we thought was going to be Wong and and Kane, but Kane's apparently gone MIA at, at the yeah. point, at the moment. You know, having them to, those two at the top, getting on base, you know, getting walks, getting hit by pitch. Apparently, Colton Wong does that a lot. I, I don't know. He's I think yeah. he's been hit, hit like two or three times already this year. Yeah. Um, but you know, if those first two guys aren't getting on base i mean then that you know that hurts what yelich and avi can do that obviously hitting the ball good i mean he got another hit tonight i really like what i've seen from him but you got to have those two guys at the top getting on base and you know if Wong has a an off night and he doesn't get on base and the way here is hitting in that two hole i mean that's just that's killing your offense right now in my opinion yeah yeah it's early you know, that's all I can say is really that it's early and that you can see it. You can see the hitters are pressing at some point. They're going to get to a point where a couple of guys get hot at, at the same time. And then the other guys are just having quality ABs. And that's, that's when your offense really kind of clicks um, when there's some danger spots in your lineup. And right now there, there really isn't except Omar Narvaez pretty unlikely guy to be that danger dangerous bat in my opinion I mean I know that he can hit I know he can hit but I'm saying it's uh, you would think it would be Yelich or um or Hira or someone like that or Garcia so it's it's not any of those guys really that really dangerous kind of bat that you need to kind of pitch around right now so it'll come yeah yeah I don't you know, don't want to keep harping on the the lack of offense here, but you know, Novaez gets that home run, you know, in the seventh inning there. But the batter before him, Luis Arias, he you know had runners on second, third, one out, and and strikes out. It's not able to bring that runner in. And at that point, I'm thinking, oh, we're not we're not going to get anything out of this again. But Novaez kind of picks him up and gets that homer. Like I said, I was hoping that would kind of be the the shift in momentum there, but unfortunately, it was not for uh, the Brewers this evening. Uh, next, we'll kind of give some of our, our best performances from the game, and then we'll recap Tuesday or we'll preview Tuesday's game. Uh, before we do that, let me tell you about BetOnline.ag. Uh, BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And even though the football season might be over, you got the NBA and NHL and MLB seasons all in full swing at the same time. But BetOnline.ag does more than that. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
Head on over to betonline.ag on your phone or internet browser and sign up today to receive your 50% a welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code locked on. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Fantasy Baseball Addicts, you now have a new resource to give you an advantage in your league's locked-on fantasy baseball. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Colon, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow Locked-On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Vinny, real quickly, just want to uh, get some final thoughts on a Monday's game. Um, the bigger, you know, the big top performer for the Brewers in this game, obviously for me, is Omar Narvaez. I mean, two, two more hits in this one, had the big three-run homer to get the Brewers back in it. He's really, like I said, probably been the best offensive performer for the Brewers early in this season, which is great to see. You know, obviously after the down year that he had last season, great to see him uh, hitting the ball well here early on. He's already got five hits, got four RBIs, got that home run tonight. And only struck out twice. I mean, with that big swing that he has, you expect, you know, some swing and miss. Um, but he's only struck out twice so far. Like I said, have those has those five hits. So uh, big, you know, big another big performance for him in this game. Really like what I've seen out of him. Um, you know, maybe he he gets to move up in the lineup a little bit, kind of ride that that hot bat. Um, you know, maybe you put put Avi in the two hole, put Omar Novaez behind Yelich. I, I don't know. I, I think I know it's four games in, but I feel like you kind of kind of mix something up here a little bit in the lineup but uh, another really good performance from Narvaez and I didn't think Brett Anderson was was terrible um, in this game like I said he had the one inning where he, he kind of got the ball up and the Cubs took advantage of it and hit a couple balls out of the park but that was you know really it for him in this one otherwise he, he was pretty solid five innings four hits one walk four earns four strikeouts gave up those three home runs like I mentioned um, but I, I thought I thought he was Brett Anderson. I thought he gave us what what we're going to get from from Brett all year, a chance to to win the game. Uh, but any other takeaways from this this one for you, Vinny? Yeah, I uh, I, I agree on Narvaez. Obviously, had the big home run hit hit to break up the no hitter. Um, I thought JP Fireheisen was a was another bright spot. Again, I think mm-hmm. uh, he's throwing the ball well. I think you know one time through the league, let's see what happens, right? And after these guys see him a little bit more, but I mean. That slider's pretty tight. He's he's got confidence in the changeup and he's got the deceptive fastball at 95, you know, 94, 95. Um, looks like a strong, durable guy that's that's gonna give good innings for for the Brewers this year. So that was encouraging. Um, Brett Anderson, yeah. Um, few mistakes, right? It's a guy that can't really make mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. he had a few of them, but yeah, I mean he, he pitched well enough to keep the Brewers in the game. And that's what he, like you said, that's exactly what he's going to give you. So um, you got to be encouraged by that, right? So that's what you expected. And that's what he gave uh, the team. And um, I, I think expect more of the same from Brett Anderson. Looking forward to Freddie Peralta tomorrow. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for the takeaways. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think we're, I think we're both really, you know, as rough as these, these last three games have been, I think we're both really excited tomorrow. We've both been pretty high on on Freddie Peralta. So want want to see what he does in this starter role. Hopefully, you know, he can be commanding all of his pitches. And when he does that, he, he's pretty much unhittable. And he'll be going against Alzale for the Cubs. Uh, not going to lie, I'm not very familiar with Albert Alzale there, but um, he looks like 
He had a one one ERA last year and two nine or a two nine five ERA one one record last year in six games, twenty one and third innings and twenty nine strikeouts. But um, don't really know know much about the right hander, so we'll see see what he looks like for the Cubs. But I mean, for me, in my biased opinion, I think that's a, a pitching matchup uh, that favors the Brewers. But I've also thought about that. I thought that in the last couple of pitching matchups. So. We'll see if this is the game, Benny, that, that maybe the Brewers offense can break out, you know, string some hits together, put some runs on the board. So it's a dangerous game for me, right? Because Freddie Peralta can be absolutely dominant or he can be a little bit wild Freddie Peralta that'll give up a homer or two, right? So it's dangerous in that I hope he doesn't try and do too much because there's a look this game like I said, I'm going to talk about this a lot there's a momentum to this to this game so they're now one their three game losing streak everyone feels it everyone knows the bats aren't really swinging it so hopefully he's not sitting here you know going to putting his head on the pillow tonight thinking I got to throw a no hitter I got you know he's capable of that but at the same time just pitch his game Go out there, throw strikes, mix his pitches, continue to utilize that that good slider that he's developed. Throw that fastball up in the zone, by you know, bats swing underneath it. Um, instead of, like I said, there's some danger in that the momentum is not on the Brewers' side right now. In terms of, anytime you try and do too much and you press in this game, it's not going to go well, right? If you press and try and gotta gotta gotta, if that's going on in your head. <laughs> We got to hit. We got to hit. Uh, we got to break out of this three-game losing streak. No, just relax. Do what you can do. Play the game. That's where they need to be. Uh, and hopefully that's the Freddie Peralta that we see tomorrow. I think we will. I, I'm a big believer in him. And as he continues to develop, I think uh, he's going to be a very impactful starting pitcher going forward. But tomorrow's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, and I think – Maybe in that first outing of the season, the first game, opening day, obviously opening day, everybody's a little amped up. I think maybe he was trying to do a little too much. I mean, he did. He struck out six batters in two yeah. innings. So, I mean, obviously stuff was there, but struggling with command, you know, had a lot of traffic on the bases. You know, we can't can't have that tomorrow. We need him going, you know, at least four or five innings. And then I'm guessing Brent Suter is probably going to back him up. Suter hadn't pitched in a couple of the days. And uh, Lindblom pitched on Sunday. So I would imagine that's probably who's going to back up Peralta in this one. Um, but, yeah, it's certainly a big start for him, big start for the Brewers. Need to kind of start turning that momentum around and um, got to win this series. Like we, we both predicted, we can't be wrong two series in a row there. So. Yeah, right. Uh, speaking of predictions, since you're becoming known for great ones, I'm going to give you a, chan <laughs> a chance at another one here. Who's going to get that big hit for the Ooh. Brewers? Oof. You know Jeez. they need one. Um, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to go with Alzalea's a righty. So yeah, I'm going to go with Colton Wong. He's going to get a big hit tomorrow. Colton Wong. All right. Yeah. Brewers could certainly, certainly use that. He hadn't, you know, been getting on base quite as much as he did in, the, in that opener there. Um, so hopefully, yeah, if he, I want to, I'm going to start taking note of this games when he gets on base two or more times, you know, what's the Brewers record in those games. I think that's going to be key all, all year long. Uh, what he does at the top of that lineup. So, um, so go ahead, lock it in for Colton Wong on, on Tuesday. Benny's got the the pick there, um, but certainly excited for this one. Hopefully, the Brewers can get back on the winning side of things and even up this series. 
But that will do it for this episode of Lockdown Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers. Make sure that you follow me at Shortstopball and Vinny at Vinny Rotino. And also make sure that you subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.